You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. I think it's important to understand biblically that man is considered the head of woman. As a matter of fact, let's just read 1 Corinthians 11 and 3 that states that. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 3. Paul said to the church at Corinth, but I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of woman is man, and, a head, and the head of Christ is God. The head of woman is man. When you consider that, it's imperative that we understand what it what it, it is for man to be the head of woman. Number one, it says that a man is to be an example for a woman. Now, is is nothing wrong uh, with a man learning from a woman? There's nothing wrong with that. God, because women can teach us things. Even God said to Abraham on one occasion, listen to your wife. So don't ever think as a man, you, you cannot learn from a woman. Yes, you can. Some men have the attitude, she can't tell me that. Yes, she can now. And... Don't let God have to intervene and tell you what he told Abraham. Listen. Because you can't learn from a woman. But according to divine order, uh, specifically based upon 1 Corinthians 11 and 3, the man as the head of woman is first to be an example. We have to be an example. Have to be an, an example primarily when it comes to, to how to think, how to talk, and how to act. A woman should be able to learn from a man. 
Women in this church should be able to learn something from men in this church. If we are truly the head in reference to the church, we should be the primary example of how things should be done, brothers. Of course, that's not always the case. If truth be told, most churches, uh, the primary example are women. But that's not divine order. The primary example in a church should be men. As Christ is an example to men, so men should be an example to women. What it further states about a man being the head is that a man should walk in uh, strength. And not weakness. Because God created men as the stronger vessel. And it's basically from a physical standpoint. But consider consider what it said in First Peter. Let's go there. If you're the head, you you, you have to know, brothers, that you are the stronger vessel certain things as a man you if you see a if you see a woman trying to do what a man should be doing you should step in you don't know how jealous my wife is you better tell your wife look i'm a man i got to help this woman it's part of my duty as a man I can't let her try to pick up the car. <laughs> and I'm right here. Yeah, I got to try. I got to at least go over there and try to let her know I can try to pick up the car. Don't look right for a change in that tire and I'm a man. I was trying to make it practical. But is that right? Well, now you done opened up the door, so I got to ask the question. How many men, if you seen a woman changing a tire, you would try to help? Of course, you're going to have to learn how to change the tire first, brothers. <laughs> now, I know we put up our hand, but every man in here can't change no tire. There, there are some men that I, I'll call AAA for. I'll call somebody to come fix it. I don't know nothing about fixing no tie. Look, you, you just stay right here and, and I'm going to go and get some of that stuff you put in your tie to blow it back up. Fix a flat. 
but consider first Peter three and seven. Husbands likewise well with them with understanding, talking about the wife, getting on to the wife as to the weaker vessel. The wife or the woman is considered the weaker vessel. And it's basically from a physical standpoint because of her physical makeup. Because we, we couldn't go mentally because some, some women uh, are stronger mentally than men. As well as spiritually. Right? And I know even in uh, extreme cases, physically. But this is what he's talking about. Well. Yeah, you got some women that just make it their business to be stronger than men. Just try to outdo a man no matter in everything. But we have to be we have to be stronger in that as men we recognize that there are certain things that women shouldn't do if we are around. It's different if if we are if we are not around and, and there's nobody else around they're gonna try to do it. But if we are around and we see a woman doing a certain things, we should help. And married women, you need to understand that. But I'm jealous. That, that's, that's, but that's kind of silly to be jealous and, and your husband trying to help somebody and you right there. I would think. Unless he mess anyway. If he mess anyway, it's, it's different. Right? But but it's just certain things that we should do as men because that's what God ordained for us to do. Right? You say, well society say we, we equal in, in everything. You you can't you can't go by what society says in reference to certain things. Let every man be a liar, but let who be true? God. God's word is primary. Matthew 4 and 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by? That comes from who? God. Every word that comes from God, whether directly or indirectly, whether written or revealed, we should believe the word of God. And and so as the head, I'm going to be the example. I'm going to exemplify strength. When I am not operating as the head of woman, it says about me, number one, that I'm a wimp. I'm a weak man. I don't know about you, but I don't want, I don't want to be known as a punk. 
wimp punk same, you know. Do you have a problem as a man being known as a wimp? And ain't no need in you getting mad if you act like one. If you depend on your wife to do what you ought to be doing, brother, you weak. And if somebody call you a punk, you shouldn't have no problem with it. Me saying that is offensive to some of y'all. But I done already started it, so I'm going to just keep going. Certain things your wife shouldn't be doing. Brother. And if I see your wife doing what you should be doing, and if I call you a wimp, you shouldn't have any problem with that. How many men agree with that just by a show of hands? In our day and time, men don't have a problem with women doing what they should be doing. I mean, and it, it can be something real simple. Just, just like now, and I may be taking this to the extreme, but this just, this just kind of bothered me. And it wasn't nothing major, but it, but it bothered me anyway. I, I just seen, uh, this woman open up the door for this, for this man and he went through it like it didn't mean nothing. I mean, I was just, in my mind, just, how you do that? Why didn't you just tell her I got the door, go on in? How you gonna let her hold the door and you, you wouldn't even hand, it'd have been different if he was carrying something. You know what I'm saying? Has his hands full and he carrying something for her and she holding the door, but it wasn't like that. And he just skipped in like he just, I was just like, man, that, that, something wrong with that picture right there. That, that just ain't right for him to skip in like that. See, some of y'all looking at it, he taking that to the extreme. No, I mean, that just. How many believe as a man, you should still hold the door open for your, for your wife or woman? I didn't see many hands over here. We might have some skippers over here. I don't, I don't know. Maybe some skippers over there. Have to check out the deacon board, Elvis. Whole row of men right there. Whole row.
And when you are not operating as the head, you're, you're actually hindering what God has ordained. If you're not operating as the head, you're hindering the will of God. Because consider this, Christ is ahead of who? Man. Now suppose Christ was not operating as the head. Wouldn't it hinder God's will? Well, 1 Corinthians 11.3 says Christ is ahead of man. Man is ahead of woman. And God is ahead of Christ. So, if we are not being the head, if, if it skipped from Christ and go to the woman, there's going to be a hindrance. That's the reason as men... We have to step up to the plate. I said we have to step up to the plate. Because if we are not operating as the head of women, brothers, we are in truth senseless men. I said, we are in truth senseless men. And when you talk about a person that's senseless, in one sense, it could mean that you're, you're senseless because you don't know. You're ignorant. You don't know you're supposed to open up the door for a woman. You don't, you don't know that you should, uh, be the primary example for a woman in the church and outside the church. But on the other hand, if you're senseless, it says about you that you're rejecting knowledge. See, according to Hosea 4 and 6, God's people no, but they reject it, and because they reject it, destruction takes place. Hosea 4 and 6 says, my people are God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. But he went on to say, because they have rejected knowledge. That there are some men that are senseless, uh, because they reject knowledge. And when you consider a man that is senseless because he rejects knowledge, it says first about that brother that he is uncaring. He don't really care. And it's dangerous. For a man to say he loves God and be uncaring. Can I break it down? Sister, it's dangerous for you to be thinking about marrying a man that don't care. It's dangerous for a married woman 
to have a husband that does not care. You, you're supposed to be my head, but you don't care? So you don't care whether our credit is shot or not. You don't care if we have a house or not. You don't care if we don't. That don't make no sense. Why in the world you just don't care? So you don't care if they come get the car or not? And, and see, if, if you paying all the bills, so see, you got a senseless man. They got real quiet in a section when I said that. It's real quiet. Your wife say, I need, I need, we need to talk about this. I don't need to talk. You got a senseless man. A senseless man does not care. A senseless man does not care. Knows better. But still will not do what's necessary. A senseless man will be playing games. When his wife needs some attention. You coming to bed? I'm going to play one more. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to play one more. It don't take 30 minutes to play one. Do it. I, I'm just going to play one more. You know, you said we was we was gonna go out and do such and such and not, baby. I ain't gonna baby do it. You know that the night is the, the last game of the finals. I ain't gonna baby. But you told me three weeks ago we were gonna be able to do it. But baby, I didn't know the finals game was gonna be on. I'm finna lose my brothers. You're a senseless man. Sense, a senseless man is not going to keep his word. I said a senseless man is not going to keep his word. Baby, you said last year when, 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 when you said we weren't going to go on vacation, we were definitely going to go on vacation this year. Now you saying we ain't going to go? Why you tell me that last year and we still ain't going? I tell you why, baby, he senseless. (laughs) 
And so you got look at what the text says here in Psalm 92 and 6. Because I don't want y'all, y'all to think that I'm not contextual. Look, look at what he says here. A senseless man does not what? Either he just point blank ignorant or he just rejecting knowledge. I need to read Hosea 4 and 6 because some, I quoted that, but some of y'all may think, I don't, you may be like, I don't know if Hosea say that. Well, we're going to clear that up right now because we don't want you going home thinking that's not in the Bible. Hosea 4 and verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And then he goes on to say, because you have rejected what? Again, my people are destroyed for lack of what? Because you have what? See, a senseless man does not know, understand, it, it can mean that he just point blank ignorant. Just like, brother, if you don't know how to change your tire, you just don't know. We need to teach you. But I'm 25, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know. But if you don't know, you just don't know. But there ain't no sense in, in, in uh, getting older and not know. Just go ahead, bite the bullet. You don't know. Let's. We need to train you and get it out the way. But don't wait till you get forty and 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 just be stranded and you can't get no service. You can't get AAA where you stranded and can't change the tire. You say, well, I because you can't get AAA everywhere, right? Or you can't get phone service everywhere. So you need to be to the point to where you know how to do certain things uh, by yourself. If you're senseless, you are either ignorant or you reject what? If you're senseless, you're either ignorant or you what? Bottom line. And you have to ask yourself when, when it comes to certain things, is it because I just don't know or am I rejecting knowledge? It, it's just like, brother, if you are the head and you work in your wife work, you should be the first one that fills out the envelope to give God his tithes. And if you don't and you know what Malachi 3 says... You are a senseless man. And if you get mad at your wife for wanting to do it, you don't pass just being a senseless man. You're a fool. You agree? It's, it's tough, ain't it? But is it right? I don't want to be, I, I don't want to, be ignorant of something I need to know. So if I don't know it, I'm going to find out what I need to know. Now, before I go on, I, I, I got to say this. When it comes to a man, uh, one thing that keeps a man from knowing when he's ignorant is pride. It's some men that don't want you to know that they don't know. They don't know, but they don't want you to know that they don't know. 
so they'll be pretenders. Yeah, I know how to change a tie, but I, I, I don't want to change a tie. No, that's just that pride. You don't know, but you don't want. I, I think that that's one of the reasons that the scripture talks about how when it comes to God hating certain things, that, that pride thing is something that, that just detests God. He, he don't want us to be people of, of pride. They're just too proud to admit we don't know. But but see, I, I, I've gotten to the point to where when it comes to certain things, it, if it's so, it's just so. It, it, it's just like if I'm wrong, guess what? I'm wrong. I ain't going to try to fix it. Now, I used to. How many have ever tried to fix it? I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm just what? Now, that's me. You, you shouldn't have said that. This, well, you know me. Well. Because you know, you know those who labor among you. You know if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. I ain't got no problem apologizing. But some brothers, and I hope it's not the elders, not none of y'all, but it's some brothers that got too much pride to admit they don't know. And you could be in a leadership position but still not know certain things. It could be something you should know, but just for some reason or another, you were never taught it. So, so, so it's just point blank. I said, look, I was never taught that. So I, so yeah, I need to know and, and just let it go. But, but don't let that pride thing come forth. Like, hey, I can do it, but I just don't want to do it. Don't let that, don't let that pride come in now. Pride. It's not a good thing to have around God. He does not like folk being proud. Let's read it. If we don't know, we just don't know. One of the things I loved about Nicodemus, even though Nicodemus had had been uh, a ruler, a leader in church for years, when Jesus got to talking to him about being born again, he, he was just like, how in the world can this be? He, he just didn't know. And he admitted to Jesus, look, I don't know. And Jesus said, you mean to tell me you've been a ruler this long and you don't? He said, I don't know. And the bottom line, he had just not been taught. So he didn't let the pride thing interfere with him. He humbled himself to the point to where he became a disciple of Christ. Christ taught him about not only being born again, but, but about other things. And see, as a man, if you're not, if you're not going to remain senseless, you got to drop your pride when it comes to certain things. You got to drop your pride. Well, folk used to seeing me macho. They used to seeing me doing, if they hear about I don't know how to do this, ain't no telling how they, folk going to look at you anyway. Folk going to look at you. Folk going to talk about you. It don't matter. Everybody in here, somebody gonna talk about you. 
Now, if you're on a platform like, like me, you're going to be talked about more. But like it or not, you're going to be talked about. How many here married? How many married men I got in here? Okay. Do your wife ever talk about you? Yeah. Folk be like, your wife, so humble and sweet, you ain't with her 24 self. She probably don't never say nothing. Yes, she do. Somebody going to always talk about you. Somebody going to always look at you a certain way and be judgmental. It don't matter who it is. Folk going to always do that. I stay to myself. It don't matter if you stay to yourself. Somebody still going to talk about you. They'll talk about you for staying to yourself. She just stay to herself. You, you can just walk through the door. You just in a hurry to get to your seat and, and just do this right here. Oh, she couldn't speak. She threw up at She couldn't speak. Folk going to talk about you. But don't allow pride to mess you up. If you don't know, you don't what? You don't know, you don't know. If you're wrong, you just what? Just, just let it go at that. Because there's one thing that you need as I get ready to close. You need knowledge. And if you are going to be a man that has good sense, you're going to have to have some knowledge. And, 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 and the world is so messed up to where you're going to have to have more than worldly knowledge. Because you want me to tell you something, it, it, it's so much um, worldly intelligence to where you, you, you got to actually choose who you going to believe. AT&T can give you one story. But then Verizon will give you another one. But look around the corner, here comes Sprint. And, and all of them are, are giving you something that, that makes sense. As to why you should choose them. As to you just gotta make a choice. That, that's the reason it's imperative to have divine knowledge. You have to have divine, because the divine knowledge causes you to look beyond and above all of the knowledge and say, let God be true. Because when all is said and done, if you really want the best for your life, it's going to come from God. You got to have divine knowledge. Because if not, you, you'll be doing like some folks. They, they change phone companies every six months. Well, they $5 cheaper. Come on now. Come on. 
Way up in Cheyenne. Why? I can get another dollar if I go with so, so and so. Come on now. Them folk going to have you like a puppet. Just playing with you. In order to be a man with the right kind of sense, you got to have divine knowledge. Y'all hear me? So let's look at, let's look at divine knowledge because we don't want to be senseless. At least I don't. And I don't believe you do either. Am I talking right? Well, let's go to the book of Proverbs and we, we gonna deal with it and then I'm gonna be done. Y'all hold on. I'm almost done. I promise you. We got to have knowledge. Now, and cons- we're gonna look at about four verses and, and then I'm gonna be done. Let's start in Proverbs first chapter. And we'll look at verse 7. Why do we need knowledge? And, and what, what is this knowledge about? Look at what Proverbs 1 and 7 says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Now fear in the verse means respect. You got to respect God. If you respect or revere God, you're going to have knowledge. You're going to have know-how. And, and the thing about God, God will give you know-how about everything. See, long time ago, the church used to just look to God for spiritual stuff. You can't limit God to just the spiritual. You got to understand the mission of God. According to John 10 and 10, Jesus said, I am come. Why? That you might have life and that more abundant. He came to change our life. Can I break that down a little bit? Came to change our thinking, our talking, and the way we live, the way we operate. That's what he came from. And it starts with respecting him. When, when you respect God, it, it says that you acknowledge him as being omnipotent, omniscient. You acknowledge him as being in control of everything. You, you, you acknowledge him to the point to where whatever he tells you, whether it's written or revealed, you're going to do it. That's respecting God. And and even if, if you're not ready to do it, you, you just simply say, Lord, I know what you're telling me is right. I'm not ready to commit. But that's still what? Respecting him. You got to respect God. If, you, if you're going to be wise from a divine standpoint, you have to respect him. You can't, you can't be like some folks just Foolish. Matter of fact, I need to show you that right now. Get it out the way. Yeah, I do. I need to show you that. Get it out the way. I wasn't going to go here, but I I think I need to. Because it's going to tie into this verse right here. Ah, Lord have mercy. Let's see where I need to go. The fool that sat in his heart, there is what? Where am I going? Psalm 14 and what? One. Go there with me. 
Well, we got some Bible readers in here. Look at it. Psalm 14 and 1. First part. Well, no, let's read the whole verse. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does what? Everybody sin. Everybody wrong. So how you going to go to heaven and I ain't? You do wrong just like I see you, you, when, you, when somebody talking like that, you're talking to somebody that's a fool. But more than anything, you're talking to somebody that's disrespecting who? God. Yeah, everybody sins, but everybody don't practice sin. James 4 and 17 says, when a man knows to do right, but does wrong to him, it is sin. It's a difference in just sinning and striving to do right. When you respect God, you strive to do according to his what? His word. Yeah, you you strive. But back in Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? But notice it goes on to say, but fools despise wisdom and what? Don't ever be to the point where nobody can't tell you anything. Especially somebody who's trying to give you knowledge from God. Respect when somebody's trying to give you something that's going to change your life for the better. Let's go to Proverbs 18. Y'all staying with me? We're talking about knowledge. So we need, we, we, we need knowledge and it's going to start by respecting who? God. Proverbs 18. Y'all there? Verse 15, the heart of the prudent acquires what? Even though you wise, you still want more. A prudent person is a wise person. Even when you prudent or wise, you still need to seek for more knowledge. One thing you can never get enough of is knowledge. From a divine standpoint. Because if God is all knowing. That means he has plenty. To tell you. He has plenty you need to know about. Well I done heard everything. No you ain't. You get, get with God and you're going you to hear. More and more. God can give me one scripture. And I can teach from one scripture uh, a certain message, but then God can say, I want you to teach that same, use that same scripture, but this is a message I want you to give the people. Then he can come back a third, fourth, and fifth time with the same verse and bring out more revelation. How can he do that with, with just one sentence? Because he's omniscient. He knows Everything. He knows what? So we need to acquire what? Knowledge. See, when you get wise, you start knowing a few things. Don't, don't think that you, you on cloud nine now. No. No, you, you need to keep acquiring knowledge. And don't go for them old crazy saying, well, you know, you can't teach an old dog new, new tricks. When somebody says something like, just ask them, you a dog? 
You you a dog? How are you going to lower yourself to say you're a dog? No. Everybody can what? Learn. And, and you know, when it comes to young, the young and the old, they have to make the most adjustments in life. So it doesn't matter whether we're young or old, we need knowledge. When stuff starts affecting your body, who's going to give you the best knowledge? God. You can, go, you can go to five or six doctors and they, they may tell you two or three different things. Based upon their book or what they have been, been taught. It just depends, but that's the reason the best knowledge you can have is divine knowledge. How many are saying you need to acquire knowledge? And never need to what? Stop. Okay, that's good. Uh, let's go to the 24th chapter of Proverbs. Two more and I'll be done. Proverbs 24 and 5. A wise man is? Yes, a man of knowledge increases what? Strength. See, the more knowledge you get, the stronger you're going to become. I said the more knowledge you get, the stronger you're going to become. Not just physically, in every aspect of your life. The smarter you get in God, the stronger you get. Is that true? Man, even when it comes to trials and tribulations. Do you remember when you didn't have no knowledge and, and how demons could just turn you every which way but loose? Or remember when you didn't have knowledge, you would mess up your own self. But isn't it amazing when, when you get divine knowledge in you, you stop messing up what? Yourself. Remember how, how you were confused about what you should or shouldn't do? But when you get divine knowledge, you know exactly what you need to what? Do. Why? Because if you receive knowledge, you're going to get stronger. You're going to get stronger mentally. You're going to get stronger emotionally. If you are, I'm going to talk to the sister for a minute. All right, brother. I know it's Father's Day, but I need to talk to the sister for a minute. That's all right with y'all. It's y'all day. Okay. It's going to be kind of hard, sisters, but I'm going to just throw it out there. You ready for it? If you are a weak woman when it comes to men, get in the book of Proverbs and start reading about men. And allow that knowledge to get down on the inside of you. Your mindset when it comes to men will completely change. Especially when, 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 when questions come up in Proverbs like, who can find a faithful man? And you will find out the reason I've been running into so many unfaithful men is because it's hard to find what? A faithful man. See, see, because if you're, if you're not strong when it, when it comes to Knowledge, 
you will be duped by folk. You will fall for anything or anybody or just about anything or anybody. You will allow certain traits about a person to convince you to do things you have no business doing. Wealth or for that person. You don't need to be do, you need, you need to be so knowledgeable about things to where you don't allow anybody to take you somewhere you don't want to go. Woo! Look at the verse one more time and we're going on to the last verse. Or the last passage. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases what? And so we need to become stronger. And the way we're going to become strong is by getting more knowledge. How many since you've been sitting up under the teaching, you know, you, you've been getting stronger? And stronger in one sense equates better. You agree? I said it equates better. Because, because if you are more knowledgeable about something, that means you can make better choices. True? Last scripture. Proverbs 24 and 4. You ain't even got to turn the page. By knowledge, the rooms are filled. Notice with what? With all precious and pleasant riches. What's the opposite of uh, precious and pleasant riches? Or one opposite? Junk. Junk. If it ain't precious and pleasant, it's junk. And ignorance will cause you to have junk. And and believe it or not, you can pay a lot of money for I said you can pay a lot of money for Oh, it was a deal. What you pay for? <laughs> what you pay for that? Oh, I got that for such and such. You got that for what? Oh, I didn't, I didn't pay nothing but 500 for that. I, that was a deal. Well, do it work? Well, I'm going to have to put a couple of things on it to get it straightened out but once I get it put them parts on now it, 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 it gonna be ticking like a clock six months later you ever get your deal fixed no I can't find the part You can go by folks' houses and you can see four or five cars in the yard. There was a deal at one time. Say your neighbor, knowledge will cause the room to be filled. Look at what the verse says. Wealth. Precious, Precious 
And what? Ain't that what we want? We want something that's valuable. Something that's significant. Something that something that's going to last. Some, something you ain't got to tell nobody it was a blessing. They, they can look at it and tell it's a blessing. They're they going to know automatically it ain't no junk. But, but it's going to come from knowledge. It's going to come from knowledge. It, it's going to come from you allowing God to give you know-how or allowing God to teach you how to think, talk, and do according to the written or the revealed word of God. So how many men you just made up in your mind you're not going to be a senseless man? Come on, let me see the man. We don't have to be senseless. And, and if we don't know something, we just what? We don't know it. But we ain't going to stay in what? Ignorance. Teach me, pastor. Teach me. I'm going to tell you something. Um, um, there are a lot of things I didn't learn until I was grown. More things than I can count with my hand. I was a grown man before I, before I learned certain things. And for a while, I used to try to act like I, I knew. But then I said, ooh, this ain't helping nobody. It, it sure ain't helping me by acting like I know. I said, but I need to know. So I just said, look, I don't know. Show me what I need to do. That's it. Because I don't want to remain ignorant about something I need to know. You can own something and be ignorant about it. I said, you can own something and be ignorant about it. And if you all just say, look, I got to learn about this man. I done paid all this money. I got to learn about this thing. Man, I, I, have, I have bought some... Uh, Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.